All right, everybody, Midwest Baseball Rings Podcast right back at you here, presented by Dingbat Company. Guys, go check them out right away, dingbatcompany.com. One of the coolest products I've seen out there, brand new. Um, I'm starting to see them out in the public, seeing them on social media and everything, doing big things. And uh, it's a great product that your kid's going to want, you're going to want, um, whether it's, you know, kind of show some swag off on those bats uh, for the bat bag, or whether you're a parent and you're sick of hearing that bat bang up against the car window, kitchen wall, the door someone's sleeping in the house and here comes a little johnny with uh, his bat bag and it's just banging all over the place uh dingbat is going to protect that they're going to protect your bats they're going to protect your kitchen walls uh they clip right onto the bat bag which is really cool i didn't know that until uh i got my son's a couple weeks ago and that was the coolest part he's got them clipped on there and everything uh really cool got different patches you can get customize them whatever um really cool a lot a lot of good things you could add your name there your number um you know get some american flags whatever you want they are the place to be dingbatcompany.com go check them out right now oh and most importantly use promo code rank 10 10 off your order today everybody welcome back midwest baseball rings podcast joined by a special guest here coach eric doyle d las vegas warriors 10u out of michigan coach how we doing i'm doing great jim thanks for having me man yeah absolutely excited to have you guys um you got the d las vegas hack on right now i gotta start it off with this uh you know so the the, the name chain d las vegas so you guys connected to the vegas and everything uh it's pretty cool. Is it cool for you guys? Because it's cool, like hearing that new name out there. There's a bunch of Warriors out there, but D Las Vegas Warriors. That's uh, that's pretty cool to me. It, you know, it is cool, and uh, you know, we uh, we're we're very fortunate to have just a, a great backer in Derek Stevens, uh, the owner of the D Las Vegas Casino and and the Circa in Las Vegas. And um, you know, we send out a couple teams each year. Uh, they put us up at the D, and and we play uh get to play some of those great uh great teams out in the west and the southwest and uh it's just a great experience for our kids early in the year to to get on a plane and and go play baseball and in and, and, and warm weather against great competition and just to have that you know to be able to represent uh uh, just like he does in Las Vegas, represents the state of Michigan with his with his D Casino. You know, to be able to go represent the state and go play play baseball out there is just uh, you know, I know I wasn't doing that at the same age as as my son gets to do. So it's a pretty cool pretty cool concept and 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 a pretty cool thing. You know, this this program starts out as the Warrior Baseball Club and we kind of transition it about 14U to the D, uh, the D D Baseball Club. So. Um, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and we, you know, we do have a D Las Vegas uniform, but we, we also, we are the warriors. So, um, you know, that's, that's the majority of, of, of what we represent, but it's, it's pretty cool to, uh, to attach that name to it as well. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great honor for our kids for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not saying you guys do this here, but as a dad, I see D Las Vegas Warriors. That's a recruiting thing for me. You know, it's like, hey, I'm gonna give these guys a shot. So you don't gotta answer it sounds that. Cool, but, uh, for sure, you know, <laughs> right, <so>. right. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so you know, season's creeping up. I know you guys have uh, had some teams over in Vegas already. I know your team's going down next weekend, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, you know, kind of talk about with the season just about here. You know, how are you guys prepared for for this coming season, and what do you feel comfortable about, and uh, what do you guys got to work on a little bit? Well, we're going to be in uh, in Whitsum this weekend for the Turf Mania, the TBR Turf Mania. Uh, we're going to be playing 11U this weekend. There's pretty good teams. Nice. A lot of the really good 11U teams are going to be in uh, Grand Park uh, for the spring shootout. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a, there's a couple still top 10, top 15 ranked 11U teams that will be there this weekend. So it'll be a good challenge. And we drew actually drew a couple of them in pool play. So we play the West Oakland Wings Black uh Right out of the right out of the shoot, uh, first game on Saturday, so it'd be a good test for us. Um, you know, just like you know, uh, we we talked about the, you know, the the great baseball that's played in the Midwest, and and I and I truly believe that. Um, I would say the 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 one spot where it's uh, where it can be a detriment is right now, um, yeah, this early in the year because you know we are as as you guys know we're shut inside i mean we we haven't really been able to get outside and get much done um you know i think the my, my team's really going to swing the bat i think we we got some guys just like any midwest team i mean we spend a lot of time 
these last couple of months hitting the baseball. You know what I mean? And we spend a lot of time throwing the baseball and we get some get some indoor work done in the turf. But the the biggest the biggest issue or the biggest thing that, that concerns me and worries me, but that's pretty much uh everybody in this area right now is is honestly outfield play. You know what I mean? Uh you know your 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 relay plays, your cut plays, your 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 outfield defense, things of that nature. That's the that's the part that uh I'm really anxious to get outside and get to work on. Um, you know, it's it's in the Midwest you kind of build your team a little differently than I'd like to in a in a vacuum, and that's you want to build defense first. We kind of build offense first in this area. You know what I mean? Because we spend a lot of time these these last four or five months, you know, swinging the bat and and hitting the baseball, and we're ready to go from that standpoint. Seeing pitching and hitting, it's it's and, and defense wins baseball games, especially when you play good competition, and that's the one spot. You know, it was the I, you know, I was fortunate to play baseball at Michigan State University, and it was prior to the common start date So, uh, in college baseball. So our first time outside would be at Texas A&M, or, or, or we'd get off the plane yeah. and go play a game. It's the first time we've, you know, we've maybe gotten in the football stadium to take a couple fly balls, but that was the, you know, that was the extent of it. Um, so that was, it was the same thing for us then at that level, at the, at the division one college level for these Northern teams is we're ready to hit the ball. But as far as defensively, we're a little behind some of those other teams because we just haven't been able to get outside. So I guess that's probably Jim and Andrew. That's the one thing that concerns me early on is how we're going to handle things defensively. Um, but I think that, uh, it's something that all, uh, all Midwest teams kind of struggle with early on. Yeah that there you know obviously all of us are from the midwest obviously we're all trapped inside right now and quite frankly indoor baseball sucks you know we're playing on we're playing on half fields where the right field fence is 110 feet and a pop-up is a home run you know like it it just it kind of sucks right but you know i want to go back to a couple things that you said you know first first thing was is you're playing up at 11 your team tends to play up a lot um, a lot of the 10U teams, the major teams in Michigan, end up playing at that 11 AA or play up one year. Um, I'd like you to kind of talk to that. And then the second thing is, is you said that we hit, you know, I would contend that's, I mean, that's my motto um, with my team when we, when we talk about it and stuff. If we're going to do anything, we're going to hit, you know, one, one way or another, we're going to hit whoever throws to us. And I think that's so important to understand for all of our listeners that are outside of the Midwest, that if you get a Midwest team, you better be able to play defense because we're coming, we're going to hit you. You know, there's no question. Um, yeah, our kids can swing the bat in the state. There's no doubt, you know, in, in, in this area. Um, we do play up a lot, Andrew. Um, we've, you know, Andrew and I have kind of talked on this and some of the issues uh, that we see in our state, especially at our age group, we have a very talented age group in the state of Michigan. I mean, there's some, I mean, there are some studs, I mean, some legit studs at the 10U. What, you know, what I've talked with with Andrew is with at the 10U group, though, uh, right, wrong or indifferent, they're kind of, um, they've been kind of contained to about six or seven teams where when you look at our 11 U age group, there's probably more depth as far as with, with the number of quality, quality, quality. There's a lot of good teams at 10 U, but there are eight. I mean, 11 U it's pretty spread out. You know what I mean? You got a couple, you have, you're, you're pretty good to about your top 13 or 14 teams, like legit go around the country, travel and play good baseball at the 10 wild black. You brought up yep. that Wild Black team. That's a team that we don't even talk about on the show, and that's, they're a legit baseball team. They, they can throw. They can hit. They're a legit team. Yeah, I, I, you know, I would agree. So, you know, I, I, I'm going to give Andrew a shout-out here. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's came on board with uh, Jake Hornbacher and the U-Triple-S-A, and, and I think it's just going gonna, gonna to really grow baseball in our state. And Andrew and I have talked about this. You know, there's only about – three or four teams of the 10 U age group that are classified as major teams, Jim. So we're kind of stuck um, when we do, yeah. when we do try to register for U trip events, because, you know, we gotta, we gotta play up. Like last year at nine U we, we got into a 10 U early and we won a 10 U double a tournament early in the year. And it automatically bumped us up to a major. And there were only two registered major teams at the nine U age group last year. Uh, us and us and the uh, hit dogs Leonard were the only two major teams that were that were registered. So um, if we try to try to go at age, if it's not an open tournament, we're kind of kind of screwed. You know what I mean? So we had to we had to play up 
because of that. And and I think Andrew's doing a really good job of pushing some of these teams to get out of their comfort zone and, and try to register to major so we can we can kind of improve the quality of baseball in the state of Michigan. It's gonna some of those some of those really good teams we have at 10U that that may not want to play some of our great teams because we do have some, some about six or seven I mean special teams in the state. It, those those teams from seven to fifteen are going to get better just by challenging themselves against against some of those good teams. So it's going to improve the quality of baseball. Um, and I, I love what he's trying to do with that. Him and Jake. You know, Jake's done a great job, but it's a that's a monster of a job to 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 run that in the state of Michigan. So to have somebody like Andrew come on come on board to help push that push that agenda to to improve the quality of baseball and get some people to to play up out of their comfort zone is going to be good for the state. No, I, yeah, I appreciate okay. the shout out. You know, I, honestly, I do. And that's, that's my whole goal. You know, at the end of the day, my kid plays for a 10U team, right? I want my kid to get better. I don't want to have to travel out of state all the time. I want to stay home. I have two dogs. <laughs> I don't want to pay for dog sitting every weekend. You know, so it, it, you, you nailed it when you said there's six teams in the state of Michigan that are great. Like they're up at the top. They could play with pretty much anybody in the country. Seven through 15, guess what, guys? You're still majors level teams. Mm-hmm. Jump in, play us. Please. We want you to play us. Yeah, and I, I love the way you put it where you said um, you have five or six really good teams, and then the next are good teams where a lot of times, you know, even I get caught up and uh, we might say like the middle tier teams, which probably isn't fair to them because they're still good teams. Um, so it's, you know, it's definitely not just Michigan. There's some other states too. Um, you know, I know here in Illinois, like it's a lot of travel. Um, and instead of, you know, doing what you guys are trying to do, um, you know, so that, that middle tier, AKA those good teams, maybe they're not great yet, but um, you know, I, I love to see those teams starting to play more and keeping it within state um, and giving yourself a challenge at the end of the day we talk all the time the record doesn't mean anything man it's all about development and you know so i give you guys props for playing up uh that's tough to do especially when you're talking about different ages and and distances and pitching mounts uh it's not easy so you guys may go ahead and you know might not win a game on a weekend but i don't think that's the goal for you guys so um you know a lot of props when it comes to that i think we need more of that and we need more of spreading it so i'm glad you brought that up no question yeah, it's it's and we're getting there. I think uh, with more support, more people talking about it, we'll get there. Um, you know, so yeah, you talked about you know there's only so much you could do indoors. Um, you know, the hitting's obviously big for you guys. You're gonna build off that. Um, you know, I love what you said about the outfield too. I guess you really don't really think about that because everyone's doing infield drills. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up too. Um, you know, so you got your first two tournaments coming up here. Kind of talk about those first two tournaments and uh, what you're looking for out of the kids. You're not looking for them to be perfect. Obviously. Obviously, it's this early in the year, but what are you looking for in those first couple of weeks? You know, it's uh, it's it's funny. It's we want to compete. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to see, I want to see competition. I want to see us compete every single at bat. I want to, I want us to, to, you know, to 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 take good two strike approaches and and not go down easy on end situation. We see good pitching. I want to see us. I want to see us, you know, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to throw the ball away. We're going to, we're going to make some, some mistakes on the base pass. We're going to take some bad swings. Um, but how do we react to those things? Are, are we going to compete? Um, you know, that's why right out of the shoot, playing up, playing up and playing an 11 U to, to try to get ourselves ready for, for next weekend. When we go to Vegas to the, you know, super NIT, a uh, perfect game, super NIT out there. Um, uh, you know, last year, we, last year we went out and we got a draw. We got MVP hustle who was ranked second in the country. We got uh, ZT national elite who was, oh, who was geez. ranked third in the country. Those were our first two pool games in Vegas. And those were our first two times on the field. So, oh. I mean, <laughs> okay, I got to stop you just for a second. Cause we, me and a couple of players for my team were in Disney world. And we're watching your games on Game Changer, but they're like, oh, my God. They have to go back-to-back with MVP and ZT. <laughs> and we're like playing the Yankees in and the Red Sox Pir- opening weekend. We're, we're standing <laughs> in line at Pirates of the Caribbean, and we're just watching this stuff. We're like, oh, God, I feel so bad for them. <laughs> I mean, it was tough, you know. We uh, I I think we lost that we lost nine to three and like you know eight to one or something. Um, and, and it was one of those things. It was an eye opener for a couple of reasons. Number one, it showed us we're not where we where we want to be yet. But in the same token, it also said, listen, we, we think we can get there by the end of the year. If we if we saw these teams in 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 July, late July, 
I think it'd be a different story. I really do. You know what I mean? Uh, we have the, the, the depth that they've had, um, you know, throughout their, throughout their lineups. I mean, it, it, it just shows, you know what I mean? They, they, they can really stretch you, you know, you know, most good teams, you know, you, you get to, you get to five, six and you don't have necessarily a drop, a drop off, but you, you know what I mean? You can, you can try to navigate the bottom of the order a little easier than those guys. There's, there's no bottom of the order, man. I mean, these, these, <laughs> these dudes can, these dudes can all play. Um, but it, it it showed us that we're not you know we're not far off we're 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 really not so it was a it's it's a it's a great indicator of of, of where we can get to but you know we were playing uh and then we played San Diego the San Diego show um and uh, we had them in, in bracket play and we were talking to the guy and he he was a former college guy at Oklahoma so he knew a little bit about the Midwest uh, issues that we have you know with some weather and stuff he said they don't practice indoor a single time all year. You know what I mean? Wow. Like we talked about this being our first time outside when we got to Vegas and those guys never have an indoor practice. I mean, they're, they're outside, you know, 12 months a year, 365 days. It makes a difference, especially early in years or early in seasons when we've been shut in for a while. Now the water kind of finds its level as you, as you get out. And, you know, once we've been playing for three or four months in a row, then you know what, then let's go, let's roll our dice and see where we're at. But, you know, uh, I just want to see us compete. You know, I want to see us compete this weekend when we, we go down to, to Wixom and, and then uh, let's go out to Vegas. And I think we're going to be a little more prepared for that. This, this go around these kids have, a lot of these kids have been there. A lot of these kids have been on a, on a bigger stage and they've, they played in big games and big tournaments and things like that. I, I do think we're a little, little, little better equipped this this go round uh, to go out there and, and compete. So we're we're looking forward to it. No, that's great. You know, you're well prepared. You did it once already. Uh, you know, so when you when you hear that, it, it it rubs me the wrong way sometimes when we're like, man, we uh, you know, we never get to go outside. But doesn't it give you like a little edge, like a little like positivity, like you know what, man, these guys are spoiled, man. We grind here in the Midwest. So uh, I I always like I I see double sides of it. I'm like, well, this sucks, this sucks, and I'm like, well, hey, you know what? No, let's take this and just go out there and show them that hey, you know, we're just as good, and you guys are spoiled out there, right? <laughs> It's like the rich agree, kid next man. door that gets what, all the Christmas gifts. <laughs> they don't understand what 14 degrees in January feels like. You know what I mean? We do. Right. Right. Let them come here next weekend in Michigan and let them play up here when it's 40 degrees and snowing. And we're out there in short sleeve shirts. Exactly. Yeah, right. right. No, I love it. I, I look forward to seeing you guys down there and checking it out. Um, like I said, you know, you can't get a tougher draw than that. So, you know, it's you guys are going to be prepared and excited to see that. Um, talk about a little bit of advice for, you know, a kid that's listening right now. And a, the warm weather's just coming right now. What's the first thing that you would tell them to work on as soon as they're able to go outside? Um, you, you know, know that first thing. Absolutely. You know, it, we're still, you know, in, in our state, we're still kind of at the point where we're stretching arms out. You know what I mean? We're still building arm yeah. strength. We're still stretching out. I think the, the minute you have an opportunity, and, and I've done this with my son, and we get out when we can and we long toss. You know what I mean? And, and the old days of long toss and trying to throw the ball 160 feet is not the way to do it anymore. But to be able to get out and actually stretch it out. Throwing the ball outside is different than throwing the ball inside. It just is. Even even from, you know, from 50, 60 feet, it is different throwing the ball out in the elements than it is throwing the ball inside. So I'd say get out and play catch. You know what I mean? I, it's... I, I know that I grew up throwing the ball against the wall, you know what I mean, and fielding it back. Kids don't do that kind of stuff anymore. Not 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 all the time. You know, a lot unfortunately, a lot of their stuff is structured for them. They don't go out and structure things themselves for them. And you know, I, I the pickup games that we used to play growing up and things like that. It's it's too bad, but in the same token, you know, um there's a lot more opportunities for these kids to get out and get their work. You know, I I I can tell you. You know, a lot of a, a lot of people are like, well, they don't go out and play ball in the backyard anymore, but I can also tell you that I never even came close to playing a level of baseball at 10 years old that my son gets to play. You know what I mean? And that that goes right down to the level of instruction and coaching. And, you know, I I, I, I played for my dad, loved my dad to death. I, I lost him when I was 16 years old. Um, he, he coached us all the way up through. We had seven kids that I graduated from, from high school with that went on to play college baseball and three D1 wow. kids. So we learned a lot, okay? But even we learned how to be tough and how to compete. But the level of instruction, and my dad would my dad would tell you this too. The level of instruction that my my son gets at ten years old is way 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 above what I got when I was ten years old. Okay, so <laughs> uh, the, the, just the level of instruction and training and things, thing that it's changed the game, man. I mean, these kids are so much further advanced with their approach to the game than I was at the same age that it's it's not even funny. So get out, um, stretch the arm out, 
you know, get out and get some fly balls. You know what I mean? That's like I talked about. It's the outfield play and even the infield play of, of seeing the ball off the bat in the air and, 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 and starting to play the ball. That Even when you're inside, you, you get your scrimmage situations, but uh, it's a lot of fungo and a lot of things like that. It's not reacting to, to pitches and, you know, seeing swings and reacting to, you know what I mean, reading reading a swing. Is he, is he out in front? Are we pitching him in? Is the ball away? All those all those things that, that, that we get when we get outside that we're just a little behind on right now. So, you know, get out and, 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 and get out any chance you get and, uh, you know, get some fly balls and stretch your arm out for sure. Oh, what a, what a great answer. It's so basic, but so true. So I'm glad you brought that up. You know, sometimes people might say, well, you know, playing catch is just, what, what do I need that for everything? So it's a great answer. Just, you know, have fun, play catch, throw the ball around. Uh, I, I know I taught my kid a game that I played as a kid where you just throw it against the wall and you got to get three outs in an inning and you can't give up a certain amount of runs, which are errors. So it was like three for nine innings. And I taught him and he loves it. He plays it against the wall was all summer. It's like something so basic, man, that we did. Uh, so I'm glad you brought that up because it's just so easy to do and anyone could do it and uh we just don't think about it all the time yeah no i i i mean hey guys get out there with a bucket and take the ball and try to throw the ball in the bucket i remember doing that with my kid two years ago during covid like we just needed to get outside and throw the freaking baseball so i got a small bucket and said okay go about you know 20 30 yards away and i want you to try to hit the ball hit the bucket so simple yeah, it's so simple. <laughs> uh, you know, so we talk about Midwest baseball, and, and you know, you're going down to Vegas. I think that's awesome. You're representing the Midwest and and everything. You represent Michigan, representing Midwest as a whole. It's it, you know, everyone always pays attention to these teams that are going West Coast down South. Uh, what do we need more of in the Midwest to keep growing, or what do we need less of? Whatever it is, um, you know, in order for us to keep getting on the map and show what we're capable of. Well, I mean, I think what you guys are doing here, Jim and Andrew, and that's bringing light to the quality of baseball that's played here. You know what I mean? Like this, uh, you know, podcasts like this and in ranking systems, this is something that's 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 been around in the South and the West for a while. I mean, you know, baseball's yeah. been a big deal, and and you know, I love the I love the fact that you, you you turn on ESPN and they're starting to show more college baseball in the last ten years than they've they've ever shown. I used to die would die waiting for for the college world series in omaha so they'd actually show nope. they'd actually show some college baseball and now you can you know if you got the espn plus app you can pick it up and you got 14 games a night you can throw on so just bring in uh you know if people talk about this being a dying sport you know what i mean and 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 it's here's the here's the issue with baseball baseball's tough it's hard guys it's the hard as far as i it, it, i'm concerned you know it, the single hardest act in sports is to hit a round ball with a round bat that's that's traveling at a high rate of speed. All right, that's the hardest thing there is to do in any sport. Okay, I'm not saying baseball is the hardest sport there is, but that single act is the hardest thing to do in sports. And we live in an instant gratification society. And if you pick this up, and it's a lot of hard work to be really good at this game, you know, and and it's we're. Kids struggle with that. They struggle with failure. They struggle with they struggle with struggling. You know what I mean? So you gotta you gotta go through the struggles to be good at this game. Um, and you, you gotta make adjustments and you gotta be self-reflective and and you gotta you gotta coach yourself at times and and trust the people who are teaching you. And then, you know, like I told my son, I'm like, we when we get to the point where you can you can correct what you're doing, you can feel what you're doing, um, then I don't even have to do anything anymore. This is this is on you, you know, and um so kids need to kids need to understand that that it, it's okay to struggle. This is a hard game, um, and you know, I, by bringing light to this and 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 you know, I, when I was growing up, I I would play. I played. You know, I played 50, 50 or sixty games a summer. My my son surpasses that, and that was a lot of baseball back then. You know what I mean? But uh, he plays more than that, and and he loves it, and. But now it, it's it's changed. He used to be able to play in the, the local rec tournaments. You know, we'd play rec ball, and then we'd we'd get a traveling team out of our rec league, and then we'd go play the local yeah. tournaments, and that was a big deal. I mean, I can't. It was I I was in college my first college weekend before I got on a plane to go play baseball, and my kid's already done it at nine years old. You know what I mean? So yeah. that uh, there's something to be said about that. You know um traveling out of state multiple times a, a a year good or bad or indifferent it's a great experience those are our vacations those are the memories he's gonna have so you know people that think we're crazy because we put so much time and time and effort into this um 
they don't truly understand it. But there's a lot of people like us, guys, um, that are into this the way we are. And and to bring light to this and 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 to 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 have rankings and to 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 have profiles of players. And I mean, listen, it, I, these kids are nine and ten years old. We know who the best ones in the states are. State are already Andrew. You know, they're already on the yeah. map. And and you know, it was it was I was 16 years old before. Uh, you know, I got on recruiting lists and things like that. That, that those those lists at this point in time are already compiled nowadays. You know what I mean? Kids yeah. kids start to get tracked at 13 years old. You know, we they we know who the players are and we know who the players are in our state already. And those change by the year. There's no question. But you know, I mean, the the dudes are dudes, and we know who those dudes are already. And that's pretty cool to bring that to light. Um, and and to see those type of things. Yeah, it's it. You're right, man. Like you can sit back and. You know, me and you can be sitting on our bucket and we go, that's a D2 player, that's a community college player, that's a D1 player. He might go straight to the pros and you can just see it now. Like, it's yeah. it's different. These kids are, at 10 years old, wearing size 8 men's shoes. Like, it's different. They're built different than what we were built back then. And I love how you brought up the failure aspect. Our, our guys over at Benny Elite said it best. You know, failure is a stepping, to- stepping stone to success. And I use that line all the time. It's so true. You know, you got to be okay to struggle through some of this stuff, you know, and just talking about the struggle, you know, a little bit here, you know, your team kind of plays top competition almost every single weekend. Um, You guys will scrimmage during the week sometimes against top competition. Can you talk about how you are able to have the continued success that you guys are having. Honestly, Andrew, it's because we play those teams. You know what I mean? Like, listen, and it's what we're trying to do in the state by by pushing some people out of their comfort zones to have them play up and, and, and play good baseball. We play good baseball because we play good baseball teams. You know what I mean? Like, listen, you're not going to get better and you're not going to play well when you're not playing teams that you should be playing. You should be pushing yourself to play good teams. And, and when you do, you improve. There's no, you know, that's just how, the, that's that's the nature of, of this world. Um, you can stay in your comfort zone forever and 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 you're not going to get any better. You need to get, get out there and see what's there. You know, that's that's why we travel. That's why, you know, we drive about an hour to practice um, because I, I want my son pushed. I want him to play with other guys that look like him and 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 play like him. And he's one of those and, and Jim, he's one of those those 10 year olds that Andrew talked about. He wears a size 11 shoes. <laughs> oh, my and he's God. Dead. You know what I mean? Ooh. So he wears a men's size 11. I. He's got a guy he works out with uh, every day. Uh, he's a, he's a Fouch kid, uh, Chase Johnson. He's a he's an eleven year old. He's eleven years old. Oh, yeah, he's got he's size fourteen and a half feet. Okay, yeah. he's so got he, he hit his exit velo hit ninety miles an hour the other day. He and hit the ball three hundred forty six feet. He's eleven years old. So you know he's a kid that pushes my son because my son's a big strong kid that can do a lot of good things, but he sees that there's another guy out there that's even bigger and stronger than you are. So we got to work. We got to work to get to that point. You got to, you got to keep pushing yourself. And, and, and that's kind of the, the collective that we take with our team, Andrew, is we, we, you know, let's, let's push ourselves. Let's, let's go play the MVP hustles. Let's go play. uh, Let's go play Naperville. Let's go, you know, let's play, let's play these great teams from in both in state and out of state and, and, and try to push ourselves to be, to, to get better. It's not about where we're at. It's about where we can get to. And, and we, we tell those kids that all the time. It's, it's great to, it's, you're good. You know, a lot of people think you're good. Uh, I, I think you can be better than you are. And so let's go out and push ourselves to, to get to that point. Let's stretch ourselves. And, you know, we're playing in a couple of 11 U tournaments, some pretty good ones with some pretty good teams. You know, we're playing in the, the King of the Ring up here in Flint and it's got, you know, it's, it's, it'll have, you know, probably five top 10, 11 new teams in it. And, uh, you know, it's the weekend before the 10 new open States. And I'm like, listen, we could go up here and go in three. And I'm okay with that because we're going right. to get ready to play the next weekend. Cause we're going to see pitching and we're going to see guys, we're going to have to execute pitches when we're on the mound. Cause we got guys that can swing the bat. And, you know, it's, I, I don't care if we go and three in that tournament, you know what I mean? Cause I think it sets us up to play good baseball the next weekend. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it, yeah, my, what you said, <laughs> basically, like I, I fully agree with what you said. You know, there's not much to, to follow up with that, you know. So let's move on to the next question here. A little bit more of a personal question here for you. You're an athletic director at Kersley High School, correct? 
That's correct. And you coach football for them. You coach baseball. You're an assistant coach for football, correct? I, yeah, I, I'm an assistant coach. I spent 10 years as a, as a head football coach at Lake Fenton High School here. And then I took, okay. the, took the job at Kersley as the athletic director. And I'm, I helped out again okay. last year. That's Yep. Perfect. And then you coach baseball, obviously. And, and surprise, surprise, you're a dad still, too. <laughs> how, explain to dad coaches how you are able to do this. It's hard. There's no question, you know. Uh, I'm and I, I'm a husband like two, two days a year too. So you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, I, I, you got to have a great wife, which I do. Um, she's got to be sports minded, and she is. Um, she's got to be willing to share the burden because if if you know, it, you make a choice. Um, we we've we've made the choice to 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 let our son pursue his goals to be an elite level baseball player. So, you know, the, 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 the cage sessions, the, when I have an event, I just can't, she's got to pick up the slack and it's lucky, you know, it's fortunate for us. I, he's an only child. So that makes it a little bit easier, um, that we can travel and do the things we do. Uh, I don't know how some people in my boat would do it with three, three, three or four boys. And we do have a couple on our team and they're great parents and they have to divide and conquer. And that's just, that's what they do. Um, but uh, it's, it's hard. I got a I got a daughter in travel soccer. I have a newborn. It's it's not easy. <laughs> it's hard. It's a sacrifice that your whole family makes. But it's a commitment that your whole family makes too. You know, I I've always told them if you know it can't be my goal. It can't be mom's goal. It's got to be your goal. If it is, and this is what you really want to do, we're gonna help you do it. Um, but the minute it's not, you got to let us know that too, okay? Because we are sacrificing a lot to do this, and the, the, you know, it's okay that, it, that it's okay that we are. We're we're good with that. But we got to make sure that it, it stays centered around what you really want to get out of this and what you want to do. But it's hard, you know. Um, you, you got to put you got to put food on the table. So you know, my job there comes it comes first. And being an athletic director, it's a lot of hours. You know what I mean? I'm gone a lot. It's it's basically a first and a second shift job. I mean, you have events running you know, three or four nights a week. So it's tough. Um, fortunately for me, I have summers off, you know what I mean? I still work and I work during the week, but it's, it's easier for me to go on a weekend and travel and do those things, uh, because of the, because of the, the educational job that I have, but you know, with coaching through, I threw that in the mix last year too. And I was like, Holy cow, it was, it was tough, you know, cause I mean, as a varsity, I was the offensive coordinator in the varsity football team last year as well. And you know, you have your seven on sevens in the summer and uh, my my brother-in-law is my head coach though and he so i i'm his he's my boss on friday nights i'm his boss he teaches teaches in my building the rest of the week so um he sets the schedule he looks at easton's baseball schedule and he sets the schedule around it for for our seven on sevens he's like all right when are you gonna be in town when can we do this when can we do that and the kids the kids have been great because you know they're they're just uh they're they're happy that i'm out there and and coaching and, and doing it with them so um, it's been great, but it's been, it's been a struggle, Andrew. There's no question. Uh, you know, it's, you gotta, you know, there's, I, I can't be there all the time. I've, I've explained that to our parents. Our parents are, are good with it. You know what I mean? They, they understand that I'm going to be there the majority of the time, but there's, there's times that, especially during the, during the winter, you know what I mean? That I'm like, guys, we can do this or that, but I'm not going to be there for everything. You know, we, we practice on Sundays, um, because that's the one day that I can guarantee I don't have a high school event. You know what I mean? I'll have it Monday through Saturday. But on Sundays, I'm like, I, I know I can commit to Sundays. And what we do another night during the week, there's a chance that Coach Doyle's not going to be there. And I, I have some great assistant coaches that, that step up and take take care of some of that. And we have some some great training at, at uh, with the Warriors at BKC with some hitting instructors and pitching instructors and, and such. But they've made it work. Um, and I couldn't do it without the parents understanding that, you know, um, you're going to miss me on some, some things, you know, but I'm going to be there 95% of the time. And I'm going to give you everything I, that I have when I, when I can be there. So. Yeah. Let's, let's expand really quickly uh, on your athletic uh, director um, uh, job, basically, you know, you obviously talk to it, potentially some, some recruiters that come into your building and stuff, looking at kids uh, from the deep, from the community college level all the way up to D1, I'm sure you 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 probably are pretty aware of them. You are a college athlete. Can you talk uh, talk to like what are these recruiters looking for? Are grades really that important to these recruiters? Are friendships really that important? And and their outside life and stuff really that important? Are they just kind of looking at hey this kid can play ball type thing? What what are they looking for? 
I can tell you that if you're not a qualifier for their school, you don't have the requisite grade point average, you don't have the 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 test score, the SAT score, or whatever it may be, you better be really, really, really good. Like really, really, really good. Because if you're just pretty good, and there's only yeah, about a percentage, one percent of the population is really, really, really good, if you know what I mean. Like to the point where, well, he doesn't have the grades, we're gonna work with them. Everybody else, honestly. If you don't have what it takes to get admitted into their university, they're going to move on to the next guy. There's no question. You know what I mean? And and I always tell my kids, listen, if everything is equal, something's going to separate you. Okay? And if you're a good kid, you get good reviews, you, you, you get good grades, your test scores are where they need to be, you staying out of trouble, you have the one up on somebody. Do not give anybody an opportunity to have one advantage over you. You know what I mean? Be the hardest worker in the room. Be the be the be the best student in the classroom. If you do all the all of these things, I'm I guarantee you it's going to work out in your favor. Whether that's you play SEC baseball, you play at a community college, or you're just successful in life. Okay, um, but you don't. Here, when I was coaching, when I, when I was the head football coach at Lake Fen, I dealt with I do with some recruiting now, but I dealt with a lot more when I was running my own program. Um, uh, I always said to kids, I'm like, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? Um, and I'm going to be honest with coaches that come in to talk about you, okay? Because understand, it's not just about you. It's about the next kid that has an opportunity with that college, with that school, okay? I am not going to lie to someone, okay? I'm going to tell them the truth because that's... If I didn't, that'd be unfair to the next guy, okay? Because I'm not going to sell somebody a bag of goods, okay? I'm not going to say, yeah, take a look at this kid and and stake my reputation to something if you're going to make me or this program look bad, you know what I mean? Because I'm hurting the next kid if I do that. So listen, uh, I can I I loved love love the opportunity to get kids to be able to, to go on and, and follow their dreams and play the, play the game at the next level. And, and a lot of, and I was fortunate to have a lot of kids play it, you know, every level that Andrew talked about from community college, all the way up to division one. And, uh, you know, I, I said, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. You may think you can play at Ohio state, but if you can't play at Ohio state, I'm not calling Ohio state to, to tell them that you want to play for them. You know what I mean? I, I'm going to be honest with school. you. school. Yeah. That's a good school. I like your I like your thought process, Coach. You go yeah, on and tell, them. preach to them, preach there to you them. Go. <laughs> um, so you know, I'm not going to call Ohio State if I don't think you can play at Ohio State. You know, um, and and you may not like that answer, but I'm going to be honest with you because it's not fair to the next kid if I do have a kid that come through that can play at Ohio State. And I've called Ohio State for you, and they looked at film on you or or looked at you and said, "What is this, this guy's crazy?" So they're never going to answer the phone again. Now, if they if they call me and they, you know, I've had, I've said, "Hey, listen," and I help kids in the area too. Um, if they call me and, and and I say I don't have a I don't have a guy that get, that can play there this year, coach. I'll be honest, you know what I mean. But you might want to take a look at this kid, and I know other schools do that as well. So it's not just the the. And, and, and I say that about the kids that made an impression on me. They played the game the right way. You know what I mean? So understand that it's not only your coaches that are helping you. It can be somebody you play play against, okay? They see this kid, and they like the way he plays the game, and he plays a hard 90 or a hard 65 all the time. He, he's running down the line. He's hustling on off the field. He treats the game the right way. He treats his teammates right. I see a kid that can play like that, and I'm going to say, hey, man, you got to check this kid out. And, and that's that's kind of how this works, you know what I mean? So it, it, it it's not only your own coaches that can do this. You can impress other coaches by the way you play the game, too. And I've tried to teach my kids that, too, you know what I mean? Because you're making a first impression. I always tell my son, there's somebody watching you play for the first time today. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. They're getting their eyes on you for the first time. And you don't have to go three for three with three home runs. You take good swings. You play the game right. You do the, do the right things. You carry yourself like a dude then people are going to think you're a dude. You know what I mean? And that's that's kind of how it works. Yeah, I was going to piggyback off that and say someone's always watching. So I'm glad you said that because someone is always watching and uh, there's good people in this game like yourself. So if you see a kid, uh, you're going to recommend him. If he's you know trying his hardest, he's going all out and he's a good player, um, You know, someone's always watching. So I'm glad you brought that up, especially you, you've been you've gotten a ton of experience with it. Uh, so I'm glad you brought that up. I, th I think people need to realize that. Uh, parents too, uh, you know how you act too. People, someone's always watching you as a parent. So that's, uh, that is a 
a deal breaker too when it comes to recruiting. You know, I'm, oh, we all know they that. Recruit the whole family, Jim. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. You know what I mean? They don't want a problem. They don't want a problem, mom or dad. They don't. They don't. Right. You know what I mean? That's another one of those have every advantage over the next guy. Okay. Yeah. And the way yeah. the parents act, that can be an advantage or a disadvantage too. It really can. You know what I mean? That can be a make or break thing. You don't want anything that's going to break your opportunity to go play at the next level. It could be as small as something like that. Right. Agreed. Yeah. So uh, everyone listen, we, we preach about it all the time, you know, just, uh, you know, handle yourself uh, the way you should, and it's going to benefit your kid in the long run. <laughs> um, so next up for you, we, we'd like to do a little game with our uh, guests here. We're going to throw some random fun questions out at you. You're going to give us your answers here. Um, you don't know what's coming. You ready okay. to have some fun here? Absolutely, man. I'm starting it off. So you mentioned you go to, you went to Michigan State. Obviously, I'm going to assume you're a Sparty fan, correct? I am a Sparty fan. All right, so uh, Sparty's good by me. I'm going to give you 15 seconds on the clock why Michigan State is better than Michigan. Ready? Oh, yes. man. Let's do it. 15 seconds. seconds. Yes. 15 seconds. Ready? <laughs> Go. The campus is nicer. Colors are better. Um, Jim Harbaugh doesn't coach us, and, and I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. um, um, man, you know, um, oh. I, I would say the g- girls are prettier. My wife's an M- MSU alum, but I, I won't go there. I don't want to. I don't want to anger any of my, my Michigan friends out there. But it, that's probably true too, guys. So um, and the uh, clock you know, operators are better. Yeah, the clock operators are better, man. He's dancing. Hey, the beer's colder. I mean, I don't know. It's it's just it's just a great place. No, that's a great answer. I, you sold me. Uh, you sold me there. Uh, the Harborough thing got me. Uh, I'm sending my kid over sp- to Sparty over uh, Michigan go. any day. So you got me. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Uh, next question I got for you. Uh, let's see here. Who is a worse umpire? Is it Angel Hernandez or Joe West? Ooh, country Joe. Angel's worse. But I'm still waiting for Joe to call a strike. It might be right down the middle, and that dude, it takes him, I mean, 47 seconds before he raises the right hand. Angel's the worst in the game. There's no doubt about it. But Angel thinks he's the best in the game. Uh, Joe sometimes forgets he's actually umpiring a baseball game. So, you know, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. I'll go Angel's worst. I'll go Joe. I mean, Country Joe is on Country Joe's time. So, (laughs) Good answer. Good answer. Couple for you. What is I'm a this two part question. Your favorite baseball movie and your favorite non sport movie. Wow, a lot of good ones. Honestly, my my favorite my favorite baseball movie, and I'm hoping to make a make a trip there when we uh we get to play uh play in Iowa this uh this summer. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. Field of Dreams is my favorite baseball movie. Okay. Great movie. It's a great movie. And, and I know Andrew only because of honestly when he plays catch with his dad, having having lost my dad at sixteen, that's one thing that if I could, you know, my son never got to meet him. If if there's one thing that I could do in this world, you know what I mean, one more time, it's play catch with my dad. And it, don't have my ever son. take for granted playing catch with yep, your yep. parents. There's no doubt about it, man. It's the greatest Agreed. thing ever, and it's something that I still reveled I get to do with my son. So, and it's something I'm sure he'll miss someday when I'm not around to, 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 to do it. So, um, as far as a non non baseball movie, man, um, non sports can't non, be a non, sports non sports. I would say Shawshank Redemption. Great play. Yeah, yeah. The, that's uh, that might be, it's it's up there. I would say that's probably number one for me. It's a great one. Okay. Now I'm gonna scare some some guests away on this next question. It might even scare your wife. Okay, <laughs> if you had to coach third base in short shorts, wife beater, fanny pack, and thong flip flops, are you still going out there to coach third base? Oh man, and I mean. <laughs> Pale as all can get out, man. My chest haired up, and I'm waving people around, buddy. I don't care what it takes. You know what I mean? Banana hammock, whatever, man. I'm up there uh, in 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 loving life because there's no better place to be than on a baseball field. It's uh, awesome. Even if I look like an idiot. 
Last question for me, and then it'll be over to Jim again. What's the most exciting play in baseball? Uh, 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 Steal at home, uh, on the pitch, type thing, a squeeze, steal, or walk off home run? For me, for me, I think it's a walk off home run. Um, uh, you know, a steal, a straight steal at home. I don't know if you saw uh, the West Virginia TCU little debacle yeah, from that. last week where the guy yeah. straight stole home through the, on a wild pitch and they scored the guy from second. And they were down two to one and went up three two. I mean, that was awesome. I think that's some operator error. I think when you straight steal home, it's because somebody allowed you to straight steal home. Okay, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't give a good enough check at third, things like that. Um, but when you when you hit a walk off jack, you know what I mean. That's uh, you know that's putting putting the barrel on the ball in a big pressure situation. I think that's that's the most exciting for me. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, you're you're correct on that. I never really thought about it like that. So that's a good answer. Uh, next one I got for you. Which one do you think hurt more? Um, was it Rodney McRae going through the wall in center field, or Jose Canseco taking one off the dome over the fence? I would say I would say running through. I running through would have would have hurt more. Uh, Jose Canseco, his pride was hurt more. But you know what I mean, like. Uh, <laughs> That that dude, holy cow! What a circus show in right field, man. I mean, yeah. you play, it's you hear the anytime a ball is out there. Man. So yeah, um, you know, I, it's wow. You brought I I did have the 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 Bash Brothers uh, uh, poster in my room growing up. Oh, yeah. uh, didn't didn't know what uh, what steroids were at that point in time, but. Uh, you know, <laughs> I thought they were cool then, um, but uh, he looked like a. He looked like a, an outfielder that had been shut inside uh, playing indoor ball for 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 six months. It was out for the time. I'm worried about that happening to us uh, this yeah. weekend or next. So. No, you know, yeah, circus show uh, in right field, circus show outside the field, everything. He's uh, he's quite the character, but he could hit. He could hit. Yes, he could. Uh, last one I got for you. Uh, so while you're on that topic of hitting, who's the greatest hitter you've ever seen? Greatest hitter I've ever seen, Tony Gwynn. Yeah. Tony yeah, Gwynn, just I mean, ball and play. looks like it looks like a slow pitch softball player. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, round as could be, um, but he could roll out of bed and, and and go two for three. You know what I mean? Today. He could do today. it today. He's good man. <laughs> uh, he's uh, he honestly he was, and I just love to. You know, I think Ted Williams is probably the greatest hitter ever, but the greatest hitter that I ever ever saw and got to watch play, I'd say, is Tony Gwynn. Um, and just to listen to him talk hitting, I mean, he was just so advanced. And, you know, when you take a guy like Greg Maddox, who, who, who for my money was as good as anybody in, in that I've seen pitch and the way Tony Gwynn owned, owned that guy, you know what I mean? When he yeah. carved everybody up, um, Tony Gwynn could just flat out hit and he used all fields and, you know, he, 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 he'd turn on a mistake, you know, he wasn't going to hit 30 home runs, but if you made a mistake, he could make you pay. But I mean, he just he he wore you out. I mean, you you could not throw the ball by that guy. And, and for right, my money, he's right. the best hitter I, I've seen. You know, Ken Griffey Jr. is my favorite player of all time, but Tony Gwynn yep, is the best here. hitter that I that I've seen. Yep, no, I agreed. And for all you kids out there, make sure you go look at Tony Gwynn because, uh, like you said, he's boring. Uh, he's yeah. doesn't look like a baseball player. He's not exciting. He's not hitting fifty homers. Uh, it's just he's just an awesome hitter so you know don't it's always don't judge the book by its cover all the time go watch the way you hit the ball Absolutely. Uh, so good answer there uh one last question we got for you we ask all our guests this when we kind of wrap up here um what's one moment for you when it comes to travel baseball that you'll never forget whether it's a moment with your kid whether it's a home run you saw uh steal at home whatever that is that one moment that'll stick with you forever i would say you know the the, the moment for me that kind of got me hooked on this whole Big time travel baseball thing, which which we've gotten to, guys. I mean, let's let's be honest. We're we're talking about you know you're in Illinois, Jim, and and Andrew and I are here in Michigan. This game is this game has grown. You know this 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 idea of the 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 high level travel stuff has has really grown. And we played. Uh, my son was playing up with the nine U, uh, Lake our Lockhart Roofing rivals, and uh, he was an eight U kid playing nine U. And we went to the TBR World Series in in Fort Wayne, uh, Indiana, two years ago. Uh, HBF was there. 
Um, yeah, you beat beat my kids' team, so you're we did. We beat you in the semifinals <laughs> on the steal of home. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, you did. Yeah, right. right. Yes, we did. Oh boy, I'm gonna have to referee this here in a second. We, no, we beat no, you on a steal of home. Yep, yep. We beat you on a steal of home. Then we beat yep. HBF. We beat the Canes in the championship game. And, and beat them up pretty good uh, that game. We just got the best of them. You know what I mean? I think they might have yeah. been out of pitching at the end of the weekend type thing, and we were able to hold one back. And, you know, we beat you guys in a heck of a game in the semifinals. And, you know, we won a, we won a World Series. Now, that tournament has really grown, you know what I mean? But that was kind of the, the, the start for me of high-level travel baseball in this area. And I said, listen, we, we, can, we can really – we can really grow this thing. And you've seen like a tournament like that really grow. And then what you guys are doing um, with this, with the state wars and, and things of that nature, that's going to be coming out. Uh, I'm just I'm really excited about the, the baseball in this, in this general area in the Midwest and, and where it can go. And that was kind of my, my, my aha moment uh, of, Hey man, I think this is, this is something that we really want to, we really want to pursue and, and play high level stuff. So it was a, it was a good weekend. Um, and it kind of opened my son's eyes to, Hey, this is what I want to do. So, yeah, no, good answer. I, I, yeah, I remember that game now that you're speaking about it. That was, was like a awesome baseball game. So it was like, yeah, I mean, like you said, that's the, you're there. That's like big time travel baseball the game was back and forth. Uh, nice. you know, top pitcher, top pitcher, top hitting. Um, and it was like legit hits, like no errors or nothing. It was like, yep. that was a good baseball game. It and, was, it was uh, well played. So, and I was like, man, this is, this is not, this is not the rec ball that I was playing at eight years old. Right. Like, you know, when 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 I was eight. You know what I mean? This is high level right. three to two, four to three baseball, you know what I mean, where teams are making yep. plays and you know, we have so much respect for for your organization, Jim, and what you guys have done. And, you know, to as a first year we were a first year program at the time and to to, to come and, and be able to compete and, and that's the Fouch team now. Those are my guys that yeah. I started, my son my son played up and then he still moonlights with them a little bit. He played with them last weekend, but uh, you know it's uh, it was it was awesome and kind of just opened my eyes to to what this travel baseball thing could be. Yeah, I agreed. I'm with you on that. I'm glad you brought it up because yeah, that was eye opening for me too. Uh, and you know, one other thing you mentioned uh, that Fouch team uh, and how everyone knows everyone and you know your top player. So when you talk about uh, Johnson, I mean, I knew right away who you're talking about. Uh, so you know, people know, people know out yeah. there. You know, you put yourself on the map. I knew who you're talking about before you even finished that sentence. So uh, absolutely, maybe man. because he towers over me. <laughs> I don't know, but he's, he's a monster. A big boy. There's no doubt yeah, about he it. He is. He is. Uh, but no, we appreciate you hopping on with this coach this is a lot of fun um i look forward to you know following you guys along in the next couple of weekends um seeing you guys out there at some tournaments and everything and uh we wish you guys the best uh welcome on whenever you want and uh yeah like i said it's a lot of fun awesome man i really appreciate you have, having me jim and andrew and more importantly i appreciate you guys doing this and and bringing light to the the caliber of baseball that's played in this area and i i just i only i really think it's going to grow from here and you know what you guys are doing is fantastic and uh keep it up man i i, I listen every week so <laughs> we appreciate that thank you <laughs>